Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hello everybody, this is a new episode of Combin Podcast and today we're talking about Instagram stories marketing. Today, my guest is Angel Rebo. So Angel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me, Anne, and thank you to Combin, obviously. Yeah, happy to have you here. So tell me please about yourself and your background. So what is your area of expertise? Absolutely. So basically... Um, uh, both corporate CEOs and established entrepreneurs, they hired me to bridge the gap globally for expansion and exposure. I helped them with different tactics and strategies to accelerate the growth of their businesses through internationalization. That's basically what I do. At the same time, actually, I, I, I worked in the corporate world in corporate America for, for 20 years, 20 plus years. And the reason why I decided I started to do what I just told you I do is because I, I, I one day had an epiphany and I, I knew I had to also start a foundation. And I actually am the president and co-founder of a foundation called Wisdom for Kids. And we help underprivileged kids in Latin America um, become entrepreneurs using their local resources. So that's that's basically me, this consulting business and at the same time, you know, leading this uh uh, foundation, nonprofit organization helping the underprivileged kids in Latin America. Oh, that's so cool. And how long are you in that business? I've been in this business for four years. It's going to be five next year. Oh, that's cool. Do you like children? Oh, I do love children. Well, I have, <laughs> I have three children of my own. And at the same time, obviously, every time I go to Latin America with my foundation, I love to personally teach kids, personally teach kids, uh, and help them, you know, start their entrepreneurial, uh, you know, life. Yeah, that's really cool. So uh, what about social media marketing? So how close are your duties to social media? Well, that's a, that's a great question. So let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you a little bit of a story. So okay. in 2016 was when I actually left corporate America. It was the last day in February, right? And I had had this epiphany and I wanted, I knew I wanted to set up my own consulting business and my foundation and everything. So, and I said, okay, so where is my audience going to be, right? If I want to serve people, where, where is these people going to be? So where should I go? And then I started to think, okay, so this is going to be my, my avatar, right? I'm going to serve these kind of people, my or my persona. Everybody calls it in a different way. And I realized that probably both the established entrepreneurs and the corporate CEOs, they would be in, on LinkedIn. But they said, you know, at the same time, I started to analyze where myself was actually consuming content and where I was making buying decisions. And this is what I realized. I realized that two things. Number one, I needed to be really strong on LinkedIn. And I had at that, at that time, I had a little bit over 800 connections on LinkedIn. And the second thing is I, 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 if, 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 I, if I, I didn't really make you know, purchasing decisions myself for my business on LinkedIn. But I knew that personally as an entrepreneur, I was making a lot of decisions, a lot of purchasing decisions on Instagram. So I said, okay, so I'm going to increase my audience because I want to find my clients on LinkedIn, you know, really, really hard. And at the same time, I'll try to do, uh, increase my outreach also on on uh, on uh, Instagram 
uh, and subsequently to other uh, social media outlets. So, but I started and, and I said, okay, so how can I do this? How, how can I do that on a consistent way? You know, fast forward, okay, fast forward. <laughs> Today I have, four years later, almost five, I, I have 26,000 connections on LinkedIn oh. that I nurture every single day. You know, I have a team of people working with me. So we, you know, we have, I have a whole, let's say, group of people that help me with design and, and, you know, graphic design and with content writing and copywriting and these kind of things. So I'm very, 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 very active online. And you will see my posts probably all over the place. Um, and uh, as far as Instagram goes, I started to, to, to try to use the same strategy. And I have to say, it didn't work that well. So I, I, I guess I have to... I have to keep on learning about. I mean, I increased obviously. I didn't have almost any 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 follower on 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 uh, Instagram at that time. Today, I have almost three thousand uh, followers, which is which is not bad, but it's not comparable. Yeah, it's somewhere. not comparable to to the twenty six thousand on LinkedIn, right? But I have to say, I have been. I have been. I'm actually. I mean, actually, just after jumping into this conversation with you, and I was online. Actually, literally, like modifying a post that you know my team did for me today. You know, um, it's in, in reality the reason why I have been able to do all this is because I put out their content every day, but also because throughout my professional career, I had I had worked with more than fifteen hundred CEOs in thirty three different countries. So that's a, you know that that's a lot of people I work with, and today I have to say I actually use. All this influence, and I, I, I'm considering I'm being hired as an influencer on LinkedIn because I really, I really understand how the algorithms work. I really know how to move the needle in uh, on LinkedIn. So you know, it's kind of interesting that I'm able to provide consulting services, business development, you know, marketing, sales, but at the same time, I am an influencer marketer on on LinkedIn. Oh, I'm really inspired by the number of followers and connections that you have on LinkedIn and also 3,000. You said you have uh, 3,000 followers on Instagram, yeah? Uh, it's it's under that. It's it's 2,800, something like this. Almost 3,000. It's also a big number. And I really believe that it's like this number was generated organically. So, and that's cool. It's better to have 3,000 organically followers than just some bots or not real people who will never come to you and never buy from you, never ask you for help. So, talking about Instagram. So, do you like earn something from Instagram? Do you use Instagram for earning money or you have some another goal in mind? The main goal I have in mind on Instagram is actually to, as you very well said, is to keep growing my audience organically. So I really want to have people that follow me because of my content, because of what I stand for. There's this, um, unfortunately, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, there's this misunderstanding that you actually, your messaging, your content has to try to cover as many bases as possible. And this is so wrong. Actually, the more specialized, the more you try to niche with your messaging, the better. So this is exactly what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to be like more, you know, very light content, not, not so much business oriented, but very light content. You know, I have literally I have developed, you know, thousands of visuals with motivational quotes of mine or of other people. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to say I'm, I'm on, on podcasts many times a week. 
uh, and that has allowed me to actually myself on every single on every single you know uh, podcast to 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 keep on you know you know grabbing additional you know audience and and keeping my audience warm. You said it very well just just a minute ago. The important thing is that the people that follow you or people that are connected with you is that you keep those relationships warm, so they engage with you, they engage with your content, they engage with with what you stand up for. Because that's exactly what you want. Eventually, so right now, I I don't want to I don't want to start sales conversations with them, but I also have to tell you that the people buy from people. I remember my first customer ever. I actually got it from a Facebook group. Oh, Facebook group, and and, and we're not talking about Facebook here, right? That it was <laughs> it was from a Facebook group. So, um, and I would have never dreamt that I would have had. Uh, a Facebook, you know, client coming from Facebook, and the and the group where he actually saw me, uh, it was a actually wasn't a group, it wasn't a big business group. So it was actually a business a, gr- a group of expatriates from Spain. I'm originally from Barcelona in Spain, although I live in the in the U.S. I've lived here for more than ten years. So you never know, to be honest, and answering your question, you never know where your next you know diamonds are gonna be are gonna be and where where the people are going to find you. You really don't know. You just have to be fully yourself. Fully yourself. Be always yourself, whatever you are. Whatever you are. And you just said the right uh, phrase, like people buy from people. And this trend, I think, became popular just this year or maybe uh, in the end of the previous year. Because uh, earlier, for example, on Instagram, there was kind of a tradition for businesses and for influencers to make their content as polished as possible. So they tried to like shoot very polished videos. They, um, t- uh, they never talked to camera like just from the first try so they uh, were trying to make it really perfect by now but now it's like the more natural you are the more human you are the more people like that and i really like this tendency because you know something i i i there's i mean spirituality plays a key role in my life really important role and i am always i, I always try to you know to eat content from that world just because it keeps me it keeps me centered. It keeps me focused. And I was just listening to a recording from 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 a from a YouTube channel in Spain this morning in the shower under the shower, and it was about the fact that our greatness of everybody else, of us, every one of us, the greatness is already inside of us, is already inside of us. So even if we might feel feel like embarrassed or ashamed of speaking up and being ourselves, in reality is the greatness that we carry inside ourselves, which is going to make us have clients and have people that really like to be around us and like to do business with us or like to receive value from us. But we have to allow that to happen. We have to allow ourselves to shine. It, it, look, it, look, it sounds like a, like a paradox, but it's true. We tend to be ashamed, fearful. What are the others going to say about us? It's like me on LinkedIn, right? I mean, obviously, I try to have my videos and my content as polished as possible. But in reality, you know, I remember using these raw videos, interviewing really like top people. And I and in the beginning, I said, well, I'm gonna do it no matter what. I mean, I don't have a, a video editor. I have, I don't know, I don't I don't have the time to 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 you know to learn how to do it. I, I'm not a graphic designer. 
and I just had these old like terrible videos with you know with exactly, <laughs> but you know they were okay and I was okay and and the most important thing is the same thing that you and I and are doing today, which is this conversation, and you probably have realized this because I, I myself also interviews a lot interview a lot of people. I consider myself that um, I am just the conduit. I'm just the conduit of all my guests' greatness. That's who I am. In the last three years, I've probably conducted like 450 uh, interviews on, on video. And every time I try to like it, actually, to, I try to stay away from my guests' way. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really try to make the most of my guests. I really try to make sure that it's their expertise, it's their wisdom, it's their time. I try to make my questions like short. I try to, honestly. And I remember one time someone asked me to co-host a series of interviews with me and we actually did it. And I felt really bad. You know why? Because the other co the other host, the one that was co-hosting with me, she really liked to make a point like one or two minutes long every single time before a question, you know? And I felt like, no, no. I mean, obviously I never told her because I, I mean, I really love her. And I mean, great <laughs> individual and we had great conversations. But I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I mean, it was the guest's time. It was the guest's brilliance that they wanted the audience to be, you know, uh, to be, you know, to be exposed to. And because I, I believe that with every single conversation you have with someone online, there's always someone there that needs to listen to that message. There's always someone, someone out there that needed to listen to that message that day. Always. There's always someone. Always. And that's what we do. That's the greatness of what you do, Anne. And, and that's the greatness of what we do when we ourselves are answering questions. You know, it's like someone is going to be, someone is going to be, you know, uh, inspired by this that we said today. And we can, I mean, if we don't do it, if you and I don't do this and we don't do it today, who's going to do it? No, it's like me in Latin America. I said to myself, if I don't do this with all the connections, all my influence, everything, all this massive influence I have in Latin America after being having been there for 10 years working, if I don't use my influence, who's going to do it? Nobody's going to do this if I don't do it. Nobody. Nobody. That's why I jumped and I, I said, okay, so I'm going to do this no matter what. And I started going to, you know, underprivileged areas in the continent. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I also stick to that point that, especially in podcasts, that if you invite somebody to be a speaker on your podcast, so keep your questions short, keep your questions to the point, keep your questions clean, and let the speaker actually speak and express himself. It's like, I think that it's, it's an art to conduct a podcast. It's an art because, I mean, I never have a list of, questions written. Probably you don't have a list of questions written for your guests either. And I just go with my intuition. I just go with my intuition. I just say, I'm having chills, as I'm telling you right now. I'm having chills. Uh, it's, it's, you just have to go with the flow. Just to start a conversation. Try to get into the deepest you know, personality, character of that person that is you know, before you. And, and, and try to get that you know, brilliance and that wisdom so that the audience might might be inspired, might learn something. You know, we, we all need answers. It doesn't matter how 
wealthy you are, how healthy you are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we all need answers. All of us. We all need answers. There's always this nugget, right? There's always this statement, this word, this expression, this passion that ignites something inside of us. You know, always. I keep on writing those sentences that I hear. I hear a lot. <laughs> I try to be an observer of my life, you know, and try to observe my life as opposed to living it from inside. <laughs> yeah. And you say people need answers. So do you often get some questions in your direct messages on Instagram, like about business or who you are? Great question. Great question. I try to, yes, exactly. So I, basically I try to, to run, to conduct surveys or polls. Um, uh, but I do that more, I have to say, I do that much more on, on LinkedIn than on Instagram. Um, I, I would say people like to answer questions on, on, on Instagram, um, but typically you, let's say how to say this, every single, as you know, every social need network has a different set of, let's say, algorithms and variables and ways that yeah. they react, right? So um, on LinkedIn, you can, you can actually know exactly who responded, what they responded, et cetera. But to answer to your question, I, I should probably use it more on Instagram, much more. And I should probably like learn more how to do it because engagement is everything. I was one of my last clients, uh, the, the influencer marketing manager of a large corporation, she was a high-tech corporation. She was asked, she was asked, she was telling me, well, I mean, I mean we have this huge engagement, 1.6%, 2%. And I told her, oh, okay. So I have I have from five to seven percent on my post on LinkedIn. And she said, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a matter obviously, I mean, you you want to be yourself as genuine as possible and have as much as much interaction as possible. At the end, at the end of the day, what, what you're doing when you're conducting polls on or asking questions to your audience on, on Instagram, what you're doing is a is a triage, right? When when you participate or when you help someone with a question, it can be, do you like this hair today style or do you like this other hairstyle, right? I mean, as you know, there are all sorts of interactions on, on, on Instagram, all sorts. It can be like very personal, very meaningful, or maybe not so meaningful, right? There's, and all, all of them are respectful, you know? All of them are respectful. At the end of the day, you decide who you want to connect and your questions are going to be related to who you want to connect, right? If you are trying to coach people and to coach people on their mindset, probably you want to ask like deep questions. How do you feel today? How did you overcome the last announcement from your governor that they're going to close down the all, <laughs> all the state for another couple of weeks? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, it really depends on what do you really want to get into with your audience to decide what kind of interaction you want to have with them? You said engagement is the key. So what are the must-have elements for your posts on LinkedIn, on Instagram, or for stories? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the most important thing is, and I, I read that, I, ha I have so many advertising books myself that I have read and people have recommended to me. I would say, number one, you have to know that the most powerful world, the most powerful, excuse me, word, not world, word, the most powerful word of copywriting is you, Y-O-U. That's the most powerful one. So you have to keep that in mind because 
you definitely want to use that word on the copywriting of your post. That's the number one thing, okay? Number two, I really like to use already set like formulas, like how to do something, you know, or, or X number of steps to do something. And my favorite, my favorite headlines, my favorite like top message headlines are questions, questions. Because when you ask someone a question, you oblige that person to go somewhere else, somewhere else inside their mind, inside their brain, inside themselves. And that's what I really want to do. I want them not to be just like neutral to my content. I want them to go somewhere and react to that. But if you don't get into them, if you don't get into their psyche, you will never be able to have a reaction from them. So I use the word you, I ask questions, and then about the the visual, I think the visual is important. About the visual, I have tested two kinds of visuals, right? And well, well, let me tell you, let me rephrase this. I have tested any kind of visual process possible. All sorts of videos, all sorts of you know, photos, pictures, anything that you can imagine, I have tested in order to know which are the ones that give me the most views, the most reactions, the most engagement. And I have come to the conclusion that there's two different kinds of content that that really like move the needle a lot. Obviously, video is number one, and I, I'm happy that I can do video. <laughs> okay. And really, it doesn't matter how, again, going back to your point, it doesn't matter how polished it is. It has to be genuine, it has to be natural, and it has to relate to you and to your life. And then about like, you know, still image, I would say that cartoons are great. Cartoons are great, really. I have tested that over and over and over again. People like cartoons because people like to see, oh, what is this about? You know, and for instance, right now, just to give you an example, today I posted about Wednesday, about hump day, right? And I, 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 it's about different, different, you know, motivational quotes related to hump day and how important it is for all of us to have a day called hump day that allows us to go to the end of the week, right? To the weekend, <laughs> over to the weekend, right? And and the, the cartoon that they chose, I, I actually, I'm blessed of uh, having a, a, a great business partner of mine, which also helps me a lot with, with uh, cartoons. And the cartoon is, is actually a witch. <laughs> Literally, it's a witch. It's called Witchy, Witchy uh, is, is the name of the witch. Great cartoons, great cartoonist. And witchy, the witch is in bed, and obviously, what is she doing? She's throwing the you know alarm clock to the other side oh. of the room, right? Obviously, just saying that everybody relates emotionally to my content today. Everybody, I'm sure I'm going to do great today with this post. I'm 100 sure because the message is something that everybody relates to. You know, even even if you love your work, you always look forward to meeting with your friends on Friday night, right? Or going to do that outdoor activity on a Saturday or on a Sunday or, you know, or, or, or going to a church, the people that go to church, you know, there's the, so connecting emotionally, that's why the importance of the visuals and the other kind of visuals I like to use a lot are motivational quotes. And I use also motivational quotes. As far as still images go, I use motivational quotes half of the time and motivational and, and, and cartoons. And about the motivational quotes, and I, 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 I like a lot to use motivational quotes, not only from very smart, bright people, but also from fictional characters. Let me tell you an example. I love okay. 
I love, I love the quotes by Yoda. Okay, I <laughs> <laughs> master Yoda. I, I love them. I just, I just love them. The second, I love uh, the the sayings by Commander Spock from Star Trek. You know, they're just over the top. Again, those two are just amazing. And also, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a secret. You know, my best, my best quotes, they all come from podcasts. My best quotes. Yeah, that's <laughs> always, true. There's always something that I say in a particular way, obviously, because my host asked me that amazing question, right? I always tend to say something that I've never said before. It's funny, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Because we're talking about the audience here, but also what about the impact and that you do on every single one of your hosts, right? You you definitely you know that you make an impact. You definitely know that you make an impact. And actually, you are, you know, you are right now, you're like uh squeezing, if I if I could say that, you're squeezing the best juice of myself, right? Um, just by asking questions that make me reflect and make me think about you know what I do and how I do it and did they think about this in, in this different way? Every single question is a is is a, is an option, is is a is a possibility is a possibility of going inside of you, and you know bringing this wisdom and put it to the service of the world. Yeah, that's true. By the way, I'm going to go and check out your post that you were just talking about on Instagram right after we'll finish our conversation. Good, yeah. You will you will see it on. Um, I don't know if they have already posted it on on Instagram, but you will definitely see it on on LinkedIn. You can connect uh, with LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, talking about these uh, kind of things like cartoons or motivational quotes, what about some funny pictures, or we also call them memes? Yeah, exactly. So um, my kids like love the exactly the memes or memes. They they love them. Um, the reason why I don't use them more is because I like to do things which are more, um, what is, how to say this, more, more related to myself, to my, to my person, like to my, um, uh, it's, it's not that I don't like the memes because I know that a lot of people like the memes, yeah. but I don't know. I just, I just have decided that. Maybe I should run a test. Maybe the reason why you're asking me this is because I should I should run a test and see how you know how uh, how they actually going to perform for me. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't tried. To be honest, I haven't tried. I noticed that memes work well, but only if you do not mix them up with all kind of the serious stuff like motivational quotes or some um, statistics or some data, some numbers. So if you just post memes from time to time and then some other content that you usually post about your services, about your business, something related to you, then it's okay. But if you're trying to be funny and serious and intelligent and uh, all that stuff at one time, I think that's not going to work because, because people will not understand actually who you are. Are you funny? Are you serious? They will not understand your brand voice. Yeah, but I, I, I realize, I mean, I acknowledge that there's a lot of memes out there. I mean, I acknowledge that there's a lot of people that use it consistently. But, you know, you just you just gave me an idea, obviously, to do it, you know. Um, yeah. so, and I like experimenting. I mean, I really like experimenting. And and I, I will make sure that the meme, obviously, also 
probably relates to something. You know, it's it's relatable to what I do or what I stand for. Probably that's the way. That's one way I could do it. I could go along. I could go with it. Yeah. Angel, how can my listeners learn more about you and your services? Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, the the best way to to get to get to know about me is well, as, as you know, my brand is the CEO confident. After the numbers I gave you before about you know my professional career, I decided to actually use this brand since the very beginning of my career, the CEO confidant. So if you go to the CEOconfidant.com, you will see uh, you know, you will see me, you will find me. That's the easiest way. I am very active online. You can go to the CEO Confident on Instagram. You can go to the Angel Rebo. Uh, Rebo is spelled like R-I-B-O. Uh, Angel Rebo, the CEO Confident on LinkedIn as well. And finally, my email address is very easy. Angel, again, A-N-G-E-L at angel again, Rebo, R-I-B as in boy, O.com. Yeah, thank you. I will uh, include all of these links mentioned in the description to this episode. That was a very energetic and inspirational interview. Thank you for coming. And I still have one question for you. So do you have a motto that helps you go through this life? Yes, yes. That. Could you please share? Take imperfect action now. That's Take- cool. Take imperfect action now. It's better, yes, to take an imperfect action than not to do anything at all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My second my second favorite would be why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Literally. Literally. So it was a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and thank you for sharing your experience with me and my audience. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Anne, and thank you to Combin for allowing me to be here. Thank you to all the audience which is listening. If I can do anything for you, just let me know. Reach out to me. It will be a pleasure to help you. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.